Today's podcast is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. Also, go to cheapseatreviews.com and click on the iTunes button. Purchase any music, audiobook, or movie, soundtrack, score, whatever you want, and a small portion of that purchase will go to our podcast. You know, we must beat the Giants, my brother. I'm not supposed to be seeing you, right? Outside the office? Oh, no, is that illegal? Today, I'm your brother in green, not your therapist. I'm so happy to see you. Wonderful, wonderful that you're here. Hey, Jake, this is Cliff. This is my doctor, Cliff. Look, two things. We got to watch that bubble screen for Manning in the backfield, and we got to make sure we knock the receivers on their ass off the line of scrimmage. You can say that again. Those cocksuckers. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode, I don't know, because I forgot to write it down in my thing. Here we go. 68. 60, is it 68? I don't know. 68. 68, episode 68. It's um, a miracle. And today we are talking about 2000, 2012's The Silver Linings, not The Silver Linings, it's Silver Linings Playbook. I am Sean Orrett, and joining me tonight is Chad, I love Sundays, Evans. You know, I always, I'm just wondering what it was like to be able to dance with Jennifer Lawrence. And, you know, my dad would have said that he nailed that move. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I mean, I just wonder what it was like to have her crotch right there in your face. Very few. Uh, can I say that? Very, yes, you can say that's fine. Can yes. I say that? Okay. Yeah, very, very few people, I'm sure, would know what that's like. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, bravo. Uh, good job. That joke was actually Megan approved. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's that's important. Uh, Cornelius, don't drop the ball on the one-yard line, Logan. That is the life of an Eagles fan. You know what else is the life of an Eagles fan? Uh, basically watching Game of Thrones. You see something that you really want to be into, and then it just dies in front of you. That <laughs> is the life of an Eagles fan. There you go. Have you caught up on Game of Thrones now? Uh, no, I just know that it's full of death and basically Philadelphia Eagles football. Yeah, that's pretty and much boobies. And, and boobies. Not this past week. No, um, not this past week. Oh, gee, I'm, I'm so sorry for you. Yeah. <coughs> well, that was fun. Excuse me. And Sam Excelsior, Vector. Oh, okay. You know, hear me out. I was reading earlier this week in Psychology Today. Wait, you can read? Trying to to read up on on the disorders that were presented in this in this movie, and I found out an interesting experiment that a guy by Liam did with gingers. Neeson? No, it's uh, what was it? I can't remember his last name. Well, maybe his last name was Liam. Edwin Liam. And he came up with the conclusion after all the tests that you know there's a reason why redheads need more antis not antiseptic. Um, what do you call it? <laughs> 
Anesthesia? Uh, anesthesia? Anesthesia than others, right? So the problem is they need more to relieve the pain. So they're trying to, to, to speculate that redheads have more sensitivity to pain, right? So basically you, you touch a redhead and they bruise. So because of this, their, their hot-tempered, uh, dramatic, high-strung personalities – uh, could be a cause of this uh, of this reason that they try to avoid pain, so they tip over into the volatility, so that uh, to uh, avoid pain in the long run. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure what just I think happened. that was the relevance train. Yeah, and that was and long, we long missed gone. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Sam, for that long and pointless yeah. intro about nothing in particular except trying to give me grief. There you go. It was about. Um, I, I was just trying to to say that redheads have a mental disorder that causes uh, them to be hot tempered. Of course they do. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Sam, for nothing again. Um, yeah. All right. Well, this is cheap seat reviews, and this is the Silver Linings Playbook, 2012 Silver Linings Playbook. What is this movie that was nominated for five Oscars? You wonder. Well, fortunately, Catherine came to say things. Silver Linings Playbook. After a stint in a mental hospital, Pat moves in with his parents and tries to win back his wife until he meets a woman who's as unstable as he is. That's right. Un- as unstable as he is. So that's what this movie is. It's a, uh, it's not a rom-com. It's a character study. It's a, it's it is a, it's, it's not a rom-com. And no. my wife was very disappointed that it was not a rom-com. Did she think that my it was? not. What? Yeah. Yeah. She went to it thinking it was. Oh, well, which was kind of funny when uh, halfway through the movie she was like, "What are we watching?" <laughs> did, did you she t- was expecting, you know, you've got mail. <laughs> yeah, but rom coms don't win Oscars. No, then you know, least. like yeah, yeah, that's, well, well, no, no, rom-coms not, don't, don't. not even when Harry Messelli. Uh, oh, I don't know. Did that Uh-oh. one? Did that one win? Did that win an Oscar? I, I feel like it did. Um, I'll, how about you? How about you go on and I'll look. No, you know what? I'm going to look because I want to. I'm really curious about this. When Harry met the Sally, it was nominated for it was nominated for an Oscar. Okay. Ah, it didn't win. It was nominated. Sure, it didn't for win. best writing. So, anyway, my point is still valid. So, uh, so that's kind of sad for Kimberly and. And there you go. I, I, I think feel, she still I enjoyed it. Like Sam set her up, though. Yeah, I'm sure seems... he did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, come watch this movie with me. It's got Bradley Cooper. I don't know who he is, but I'm sure he's hilarious. And, uh, <laughs> and Jennifer... that was Sam speaking. That <laughs> part. See, that, yeah. that is funny because the, the distinct difference between us was just shown right there. Because I never introduced a movie as, "Hey, look at who is in it." I am. This is what this movie is about. That's true. He wouldn't do that. He... Well, I mean, that's fine. I just. <laughs> I, I look at movies to see who's in them, so I be, can be prepared to kind of know what's about to happen. I mean, I'm I'm excited the fact that the Fury, the what's it called, the Mad Max movie that you you went and saw, had mm-hmm. has Bane in it as the main character, Thomas Hardy. And, and by the way, and Charlie Theron is in it. Ooh, there are several cool times where he is Bane. Cool. <laughs> and so now that you know who he is, right? And now that you know who he is, like that 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 connection. Yeah, but see, I knew who he was. <laughs> So your your point is only it only matters if it's people that you know or care about. That uh, seems fair. That's 
seems really shallow, but that's fine. Um, there you go. So uh, this movie, I had never seen this before. Uh, had anybody else seen this before? I have never uh, seen no. this before. No. Yeah, about 100 times. Oh, well, good. Really? Well, Chad, mm-hmm. I'll let you start off then. Yay, I can start off. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> that was sarcasm. <laughs> oh, you, hey, you got that one. You got that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so this is the first time I've seen it. Uh, Megan and I sat down and watched it um, over the weekend. Oh, wow, you got Megan again. Yeah. Uh, nice. She's... Uh, uh, I'm trying to get her talked into uh, taking my place on this podcast, but uh, <laughs> she's smart. Unfortunately, and, uh, she's smart. Yeah, uh, <laughs> clever <laughs> girl. Yeah, she knows better. Clever, clever girl. Oh, speaking of, we watched the whole Jurassic Park trilogy over the weekend because there was nothing on. <laughs> oh my God, dude, you guys must have been bored. Yeah, it was hey, there's your bad. silver lining. You got to watch that this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> except for <laughs> the third the first one. one. Yeah, I was going to say not the, not the, the third, third one, one was. Yeah, it ended. There's your silver lining. It yeah. ended with the the army literally invading the, army. The, the beach. Sam, let me ask you something. Sorry, Chad, completely interrupt. But I saw a promo. It was a Barbasol promo. But are <laughs> we supposed to infer that Jurassic World exists because that can of Barbasol was never found? I don't think so, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I've been trying to stay away from any kind of spoilers. Right. And so that, I, I don't know. I mean, it was literally, it was a Barbasol commercial. So, I mean, like, it, it showed the yeah. Barbasol can and then, like, the mud pouring over it. And then all of a sudden it shows clips from the movie. And then it was like, Barbasol. And I'm like, wait a minute. Are you inferring well, you, that? You got to remember, too, that was only going to last a couple days. Right. That's why I was always The, the confused. coolant that was being used. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's why Unless I'm, they sent somebody to the island to retrieve it, but no one knew where it was. Uh, yeah, it's... I think it's just. I wouldn't think it would be a good story continuation. Yeah, I think it's literally just. I think it's a continuation from the fact that the dinosaurs found a way. Um, But then, but then, but then you had to shave. But then they found a way to make them really, really tame. Um, Anyway, because I saw a a a gif of there's a scene where this in this movie where there's a petting zoo, and like these little like seven year olds are running up and like hugging on these little dinosaurs and like they're okay with it. Um, anyway, sorry, Chad. Raptors. Yeah, no, not raptors, but you know, like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what they were, but it was just like little two and four legged dinosaurs are in this petting zoo and oh. they're just running around oh. and like these eight year olds are running up and like hugging them. Um, I would never leave. I will kill you when I get a chance. <laughs> right. I'm going to find you. And when I find you, I'm going to eat your face. That's right. Uh, sorry, Chad. So please, uh, I'm not going to say continue because I'm basically, you didn't. Continue. So, so Chad, please start again. Okay, so I uh, sat down and watched this with my wife over the, over the weekend, and, and uh, you know, I really feel like it, 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 was, it was a good movie, don't get me wrong, but I kind of felt like they could probably have taken out about 30 to 45 minutes and still got the story across. It was really slow developing. Um, I kind of felt like uh, Jennifer Lawrence did an excellent job. I think she was... Uh, 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 very, very much rewarded for, uh, for her, for her acting there. Sure. Um, she won an Oscar for this, this role. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, she did win. Okay. Good for her. Um, <laughs> I really couldn't get into De Niro's character. Like, is I, I get that he was a bookie and 
But it sounded like but, he was a bookie with only one person, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was he supposedly he was a bookie with a lot of other people. We only saw Cowboys fan Bob who also wore a Giants sweatshirt. And Cowboys fans would not wear a Giants. No, sweatshirt, they wouldn't. Just so you know. Just they they hate the Eagles, but they also equally hate the Giants and the Redskins. But no one cares about mm-hmm. the Redskins cuz well, not, not, not right now they don't, but <laughs> um yeah, anyway. So um yeah, I mean I I think it does I don't know. I I I have mixed feelings about the whole, you know, the mental illness thing and and how they portrayed it and you know, is you know, towards the end, you know, I got to thinking like okay, well is he just cured all of a sudden or is he still crazy? You know, is is she still crazy? Are they just crazy together? You know, um, you know, the movie just kind of ends and it doesn't give us a, you know, are they just going to live happily ever after in their crazy little mixed up world? You know, that's th- just kind of where I am. I think yes. You know, I think yes. I think personally, they're both they're both still broken and they're just going to rely on each other to to help each other. It's like but uh, he, but the reason that he's broken is because of his wife. But he was bipolar regardless of the fact that his wife cheated on him with weird old bald history guy. Right. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he always had that. So he was he's always still going to have these bipolar swings. Um, his denial was a result of his wife and his mm-hmm. inability to accept the end until the end of the movie. Um, so, yeah. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Good. Not good, but uh, thank you, Chad. Uh, <laughs> Corny. Sounds to me, Chad, like he didn't like your... I loved everything Chad said. Uh, no, he didn't. There. I know what he did. I love what I, most can, of the things that Chad said. I can read between the lines, and I can read the silver lining, and there was no silver lining. Can you read the playbook? And what Sean said. Oh. Well. <sighs> yes. Um, Mr. I, Corny. This, I, I love this movie. What? I absolutely love what? this movie. I know. Either between, if it's like full of explosions and uh, cheesy one-liners, I'm in love. And if it's this kind of movie. If it's depressing. Yeah. Corny likes I, it. I, I like it. Um, also, I really liked uh, that one movie pretty much the rest of us hated, which was, uh, had uh, a Drinking Buddies. Drinking Breakfast buddies. Club. Oh. oh drinking God. Buddies. Yeah. I Breakfast Club, too. But, anyway, but no, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, the uh, relationship between uh, Jennifer Lawrence and... Bradley Cooper, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I thoroughly enjoyed watching Bradley Cooper lose, uh, um, kind of lose himself as he went through because, and it's it, you know, it, you watch him go from kind of together to falling apart very quickly, and I, I appreciate him having to do that and go through those emotions. Um, I also appreciate uh, just the things he tried to do to make himself better uh, that he didn't do, and so anyway, I, I mean, I. I guess it's, I guess it's something we'll get into, but I really enjoyed this movie. There's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> uh, Sam. Okay, so uh, unlike all the lie- lies Sean has been telling, I, I've this is the first time I've I've seen this movie. Wait, you said and- what, what lies did I tell? You? You're the one that said you saw it a hundred times. <laughs> you forced me. Um. Uh, it's first time I've seen the movie. Uh, having the psychology background, of course, it was interesting to see some of the uh, textbook stuff come to life. Um, 
I was a little hesitant on uh, Bradley Cooper's um, manic depression, bipolarism stuff that he had. But, you know, I, I researched it a, a bit in the DSM again, and uh, he, it was pretty close to the to what the pages are saying. Um, but I agree with Chad. I think, and I hate to say this because I really like him, I think Robert De Niro kind of threw a wrench in this. I think if if it was somebody else, I think this might have won uh, Best Picture. Um, it's well-crafted. Well put together. I enjoyed the acting, um, especially Jennifer Lawrence. She did great in this movie. You really bought her as someone who is very disturbed and very, de- uh, very depressed. Um, Cooper, on the other hand, yeah, he was pretty good. I, I enjoyed him more towards the end of the movie than uh, in the front. Um, That's what but she it, said. <laughs> but uh, um, overall, it's again, it's a little long. Um, it's a little hokey in my mind. Um, you know, I, I don't know how to really explain it. You know, this is a drama. This is not a comedy, obviously. There was comedic moments, but it's it, it by far is a drama. Um, I do know I laughed uh, very, very hard um, when, uh, oh, God, what was it at the very, not the very end, but... Uh, Never mind. I'll come to me later. But there was a few laugh out loud moments, and you know it. It's okay. It was a decent movie. I wouldn't watch it again, but it uh, it's decent. Okay. That absolutely went nowhere. But <laughs> who cares? The movie went nowhere. Or your rambling. No, my on? rant. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Um, to your point, Sam. I don't. There's. I don't think it, it wouldn't have mattered who you would have had in the father role. This yeah. wasn't beating Argo for best picture. Um, have you seen Argo? No, but like it won every award for best picture. Like it won Golden Globes and it won. The Watch Netflix. Argo and see if you think so. You think you think this is a better movie than Argo? I think it's crafted and written better. Hmm. Um. Interesting. No, I haven't seen Argo, but I do want to. It's not. Yeah. It's not streaming. Argo's not a bad movie. I. But to tell you the truth, I'd rather watch Argo more than this. But in terms of Oscar bait, this this movie has it all over it. Really. Um, so this was my first time viewing it. Um, 10 minutes into the movie, I thought I was going to get a super depressing kind of flick. Like, um, (laughs) when he, when he throws the Hemingway out the, the window, I thought, oh my God, there's our foreshadow that they get together. So I kind of figured it was going to be this moment halfway through the movie where he was going to realize that he and his wife were going to get back together. And then he and Jay, you know, Jennifer Lawrence actually like get together and then she gets hit by a bus or something stupid or she dies. In the, <laughs> Holy crap, man. You know, or she dies in the same manner that her husband died or something, you know, and then Bradley Cooper is in the movie is him back in the hospital. That's actually how I actually thought. constantly reminding himself that his wife was dead. Right. Or something. Right. So I, mm-hmm. I kept like I kept thinking that that's where this was going. And I was actually pleasantly surprised when it actually turned out kind of positive. Um, this movie isn't really fun, but there's joy and there's hope in this movie, which I actually really liked, uh, especially at the end. Um, yeah. So that that was that was actually really, uh, I think, good. I actually really, I really liked this movie. Uh, but to Chad's point, it takes a while to get there. But like, 
in my you opinion, you kind of need to get need yeah, that path. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, Sam. Yeah, I, I, I felt like you needed that groundwork to one show one how crazy he kind of is and desperate to get back with this woman who clearly has no interest in him, and and to show also that his one his family is nuts. And that the neighborhood is also scared of him. Like, so he's, he's a general, like, he's, I mean, I like Robert De Niro in almost anything he's in. And I, I totally bought him as this weird OCD bookie who is so superstitious that I think he almost gives Philly fans a bad name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had like he was, his, Hey, he was thrown out of Eagle Stadium which, and banned, which, which is, takes a lot from what I've heard. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, that's... Philly fans are pretty... Pretty damn rough. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Except for me. According to rumors, I've never been able to confirm this. Maybe maybe all i got to tell you to do is Google it, but um, the Eagles Stadium is the only stadium that has an on-site magistrate so that when you get into a fight, which everyone gets into a fight in the stands, they just take you downstairs, they slap you with a fine, and then you leave. It's literally mm-hmm. in the stadium. Um, I don't know if that's real or not, but... I'm oh, Googling yeah, I'm it right I'm now. It, it sounds real because Philly fans are nuts. Except for me. <coughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm actual Philadelphia Eagles fan. Yes, he is. Probably and Chad is be. a pretend one. Um, sort no, of. he's not. Not anymore? Not you, anymore. You gave up that? Yeah, I gave that up. Well, good. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, so the point is that I think, one, that the, the movie needed what it needed to do. I, I didn't have a problem with De Niro. He drove me crazy. Because, and that's what happens in movies where you're taking, I don't know, there's nothing rational that's happening in this movie. You notice that? Like, the entire movie is irrational. Like, Bradley Cooper's response is an irrational response. The dad is completely irrational about, you have to stay and watch because the Eagles will win when you do. And then Jennifer Lawrence realizes towards the end of the movie that, you know what, in order for me to win this family over, I'm going to have to stoop to their weird level and basically tell the father that, in fact, um, the city made the team build a police holding cell and a little courtroom with a district magistrate inside the stadium. That is true. <laughs> That's from TripAdvisor. I'm not sure if it's completely true. TripAdvisor. <laughs> anyway, um, if it's on the Internet, it's real. Just like everything we say in this podcast is real. Um. Oh wait. <clears throat> what? Oh no! It there is one for it. That's great. I love it. That's that's good job, Philly. Um, Justin's. T- <laughs> it's in a little article about Justice Seamus McCaffrey. <laughs> okay. Uh, Look at that bastard. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, he he looks like a politician. Um, well, this is great for radio, by the way. Um. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So this movie, yeah, um, I liked the fact that Chris Tucker was in it um, because you know, why not, right? Kobe, 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 I'm sorry, guys. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. And now I like how he kept getting out somehow. And like that became like a, that became like a running gag, you know, like oh Chris Tucker's here. I would have loved if they got him at the end again, you know, or you know, just showed up to the house. Hey, you know, we've got to get you get you back, buddy. Yeah, or the police show up at the dance or whatever. Hey man, you wow! You you actually made it for the week this time. Let's go back. Yeah, this, this movie does the thing though that kind of bothers me is that there's only one cop in the movie, 
And so in that one cop has to do all of the cop things for the movie, you know, like. Well, I thought he was a fake cop for the longest time. I was like, did there, did his parents hire this guy to act like a cop nice. to come and try to keep him in the house? I literally, I, I seriously thought that for a right. while. Well, well, that mustache was terrible. So I don't know. Uh, I just thought it was, I just thought it was weird. Like the guys show up to take away Chris Tucker and he's the cop that does it. Like, really? Are you the only cop in Philly right now? I must ask you if you uh, actually believe that <laughs> that guy was. And then he was hitting on Jay. On, I want to call her J-Law for some reason. <laughs> on Jennifer Lawrence. And like then I wanted to punch him. But then I remembered he's a cop and then I'd get tased. So Don't tase me, bro. Yeah. Uh, 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 let's see. So there you go. So there, that leads me to my first clip of the evening. Touchdown! You see that? You're meant to be here. This is special. Everything happens for a reason. That's why you came home. Embrace it. Embrace it. I'm the reason? I don't think so. Yeah, see, it's just... Dad's crazy. And I just... It made me actually kind of dislike him, which maybe was probably the point. What do you think? Yeah? No? I think it's just... I, I couldn't tell. They kept going back and forth on him. I, it, I don't know, corny. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like, like one moment he wants to be a good dad, but, but his motives were weird. You know, I yeah. I really want to have a good time with you. I want you to come and be, spend family with my family, so that you're because you're my good luck charm, and I want the Eagles to win. Like you know, I just, uh, just maybe that's a, just a a manifestation of you know him trying to portray obsessive uh, compulsive or. Whatever that case may be, or he's just really superstitious, and that that drives him to say, you know, say and do things that. Well, but the thing is, is that the movie ends with them all having dinner, or having hanging out, watching the football game, you know, and the mom made crab cakes and and what did she say? Crab? I don't know, but it sounds like mayo every time she says it. Crab cakes and 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 selfies or fixums or something like that. And is it selfies? Yeah, that's not that's not right. <laughs> and. And at the end, the remotes are in the wrong place, and the handkerchief is, you know what I'm saying? So, like, so what you're telling me is, is that all it took was for him to, what, for his son to find true love and his OCD goes away? Or he's working on it better or something? Um, I think they saw the focus. The, you know who else saw the focus? Will Smith. The devil. Oh. <laughs> No, the, the camera operator. Come here. on, guys. Oh, the camera operator. Oh, okay. Uh, what were you saying, Sam? The focus. Well, I just think I, apparently his parents were the ones that kind of pushed her towards him. Who knows if they were working in cahoots with her parents? I'm not sure. But they obviously both needed help. And I don't know. In this movie, you know, I know we do this towards the end of the podcast, but what I learned from this movie is you put two two disturbed people together and you make a sane disturbed person. child. <laughs> sane person. So what, what you're saying is uh, Kanye West and uh, Kim Kardashian. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, just yeah, kidding. yeah. Northwest will be brilliant, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> that's the name of their kid, by the way, Northwest. One-star review from Kanye West fans. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> those people could suck it. Um, suck it! Suck it. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Sam, were you, were you saying, I'm just... I'm not trying to be argumentative. I'm just asking the question. Did you say that you thought that the parents were trying to push the two together? Yeah, I kind of got that towards at, the end. At, at, at the least end. his parents. Yeah, his parents. Yeah, you did. They did. Wasn't revealed until you learned that they were telling her where he was running or something like that. 
Uh, I still, I, well, that was the mom. The mom did that, you know. Yeah. The mom said, and I just think because mom is just, she's a mom. She's looking out for, for whatever makes him happy. Whereas, because when she came bursting in the room, dad was like, who are you? You're the, you're the reason why the Eagles are losing and our family is falling apart and I'm about to lose, you know, the restaurant. Like, you're, you're the bad juju. Uh, so I, I kind of had a feeling that it basically took, it basically took them winning the day in order for him to like her. Yeah. Hmm. I, Forget your job. That's kind of hitting close to home for me now that I think about it. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, and we're not going to go there. So, um, Forget your job. <laughs> moving on. Wow. That was kind of awkward. Sorry. Find um, the silver lining, Sean. Find it. Uh, Cooper has no filter. That was pretty funny. So this movie reminded me a lot of another movie that we've done on this podcast, uh, As Good As It Gets. Yeah, in that both he and um, Jack Nicholson um, have no filter; they just say yeah. whatever happens in their brain. And most of us perceive him as being assholes, but there's no, there's you know, like, but there's not a, yeah. they're not. <sighs> words are just words until there's intent behind them. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know. We have we have good words and bad words and and that's fine. But I know the intent. What you just said is not what you said. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. When I call you up and threaten you on your voicemail, you know that I'm <laughs> actually ninety six percent probably not going to follow through with it. Right. And I'm I am assuming that with all these awkward ginger references, that it's your way of saying, "Hey, pal, I I I'm glad you're my friend" or something like that. <laughs> or you're just a mean spirited person. In which case, I'm just concerned for your fair complexion. I'm going with the second. You're yeah, okay. Just a mean spirited person. <laughs> well, in that case, this will be Sam's last episode on Cheap Secret News. Um, send, I applaud that. Send your email to. to I'm free. Hey, well, oh damn. Well, uh, <laughs> I think it's a majority like vote. Feel. So Sam, it was nice knowing you. And uh, Andrew uh, Jimison, you're up. Um, <clears throat> uh, so anyway, uh, was it weird for anybody else to hear Jennifer Lawrence swear? No, oh. not at all. No, no. I heard. I've always yeah, heard she has a filthy mouth. Well, yeah, but I've not seen it on TV. Well, <laughs> the reason I tell you actually, tell you I'm why. used to seeing her as Katniss and and X Men. Good point. Um, so <laughs> the reason why I'm not shocked is because she reminds me of a coworker of mine, and that coworker is very. Uh, it's it's one of the, you know how you you watch a character and you go holy crap that's the person that I know mm-hmm. and that's I had had one of those moments hmm. maybe it also might be why I like this movie but um, yeah she uh, she she has a, a a very small filter oh okay yeah I think mm-hmm. we we all know a person like that whether or not so we all know the same person yeah. I think we all know people like that in our lives whether it's a girl or a guy whatever um, I thought this was one of the few funny moments of the movie. Congratulations on the baby, but I'm not buying the invitation. Because you think Veronica still hates you? I know Veronica still hates me. It's not true. Yes, it is. Nikki always said that Ronnie's wife keeps a social calendar where she keeps his balls in her purse. That's not Ronnie, true. what are you doing? Okay, it's a little true. But if you think she still hates you, you're wrong. Because why would she tell me to invite you to dinner? Hmm? Did you invite him? Yes! Well, can he make it? I don't know yet. Can you make it next Sunday? Sure. (laughs) 
I just, I thought, you know, just your your wife has your balls in her purse. No, she doesn't. She comes out. Okay, yeah, she does. Yeah, she's <laughs> Julia Styles, so you know, that's fine. So anybody else find it weird that she's uh like an old mom in that movie? I know, right? Yeah. It it literally seems like like just four or five years ago she was in She's All That. We not She's All That. Ten things I hate <laughs> about you. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. That was the Heath Ledger joint. Yeah. Oh, no, I believe you. Sorry, I'm just... I just don't remember. <laughs> Where a Mr. Universe gets a penis fa- uh, drawn on his face. Fair enough. Yeah. There you go. Or there, call, there's your serenity reference for the day. <laughs> or I like to call Saturdays. Right. <laughs> they use a... <laughs> damn it. Uh, racist joke. Do they use a, high, a white a whiteout? Yeah, that's actually... Okay. okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, speaking of racist I'm jokes... I'm than the night. <laughs> speaking of racist jokes... Come on, Pat. Come on. A little bit more soul, Pat. Black it up, Pat. What does that mean? You know damn well what it means. Black it up. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, oh, man. Oh, I got an idea. That's right. All right, so let me uh, let me jump on the uh, Chris Tucker train here. Um, I got to be surprised. I His voice was tolerable. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was super weird. That's just probably his normal voice. He wasn't like, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like super high screechy weird thing that he does for the Fifth Element. Lee, come in, come he's in, not too in. bad in the on the in the Rush Hour movies. Um, which I came to realize is a really dumb name for that movie. Yeah, none of those movies are in Rush Hour. They're all they're kick flicks. Like I don't know, it's a dumb movie name. But anyway, um. I don't know why I just thought about that. All I wanted him to do is just, uh, well, he got to dance, you know. He, he, and even, and I will say this, I don't, I'm pretty sure it wasn't on purpose, but when they were, like, doing their initial part of the dance, I'm doing it now, you can't see it. But um, <laughs> that was the, that he was actually the, did that was the, dance yeah. just now, it's great. But I'm thinking it was, like, the Chris Tucker dance that you see in the. Uh... Oh, right, right. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. I don't know why. Yeah. Not Sorry, <laughs> it's fine, dude. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. I'm never gonna dance again. Um, we did have, did you guys notice, we did have a dancing. <gasps> we had a dancing montage. montage. By the way, I'd like to say that's a pretty meta moment to have a uh, uh, A-team with Bradley Cooper. Right? I know. I know. <laughs> that was great. Um, uh, right, sorry. Um, so this was... Um, so her issue, we we've talked about Bradley Cooper's issue was that he was bipolar and, and what, and her issue was that she was just what manic depressive, right? And that, mm-hmm. in in her way of dealing with said depression was just to have sex with a lot of people, and eleven, um, uh, eleven. Well, eleven people in her office. Yeah, but apparently there were more, and some were women, and some were women. How do we know? Because hot. we have this. I have to be careful. I'm already on thin ice with my family. You should hear how I lost my job. How'd you lose your job? I... Having sex with everybody in the office. Everybody? I was very depressed after Tommy died. It was a lot of people. We well, don't have to talk about it. Thanks. How many were there? Eleven. Wow. I know. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Okay. Can I ask you one more question? Were there any women? Yes. Really? Yes. What was that like? Hot. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> there you go. And I'll be honest with you. That that's the scene that actually got me to to really fall. It really like this movie, not because of what was being said, but how it was actually going down. Right. Because we're talking about a serious issue here, a serious issue, and we're kind of we're kind of putting it on its ear a little bit, and we're kind of laughing at it. We're just kind of laughing at this situation that that she went through, and then she gets yeah. all crazy emotional, and then runs outside, and then starts screaming harassment. And then all these people come to defend her, and then she flips the switch when she realizes that he is is as broken as he actually is. And then kind of at that point, you kind of realize that there's actually going to be something here, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that the the, after the football game and the whole argument, you know, and I just thought that whole thing was bizarre. You know, you're you're a curse <laughs> on the family, and just uh, and the brother. Oh my gosh, did anybody want to punch the brother in the face repeatedly? Yeah, don't you usually want to punch that actor in the face? Isn't he jerks in other movies? Oh, too? I don't know. Is he? Is he? A, is Pretty he, sure. I don't know. I didn't know he was a jerks McGee. Um, what is I his? I think I've seen him somewhere else. Shay Wiggum is his name. Wiggum. Uh. He's from Florida, so you know probably he was in the Wolf of Wall Street. That's why we hate him. What was and, he in Wolf of Wall Street? I don't know. Give me a second. I'm pretty sure he did drugs. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he did too. Um, <laughs> he was Captain Ted Beecham. Oh, he was the. Uh, was he the ship captain? Yeah, I think so. Oh, huh? Yeah, he was the ship captain. You get a last name? American Hustle. That's where I remember. Yeah, Carl Elway. He's related to John. Yeah. Um, He was also in Fast and Furious 6. Agent Carter. Yeah, a bunch of Agent Carter. That's where I remember from. Yeah. Yeah, He's in a bunch of movies. I don't don't know him from... I mean, I see him in a bunch of movies, but I don't really know him or care about him. Um, Really? Really, really. So you don't remember his name? Mm-mm. Shea Wiggum, no, because he's a, he's not an A-lister or even a B-lister. He's, he's, he was the boat captain, you know what I'm saying? It's not like he was someone that had more than three lines. Man no, of the sad. house. Lord he of puts Dogtown. his heart into his craft, and mm-hmm. you don't remember his name. Again, you didn't know who Bradley Cooper was. No, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> You right. were calling him Bradley. You didn't know who that was either. <laughs> he was the guy that was married to Pamela Anderson. No. 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 <laughs> who are you talking Still about? No. <laughs> he was never married to. <laughs> okay, Brad Lee Cooper. You didn't think of Tommy Lee, is what you're thinking of. Yeah, Brad Tommy Lee. Lee. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> God almighty. There's uh, no silver lining in that play, but no. Way, shape, or zero. No. Um, uh, I thought this was funny. Dad, Dad, did Eagles win? The Eagles won 44 6. They won 44 6. Why are they so excited about a fire? There you go. Just, yeah. <laughs> Although, compared to the dancers that were there, mm-hmm. those two weren't two points away from the seven points. What do you mean? People that were getting. Well, it could be the pointers. whole fell on your face. They deserved <laughs> under fell a five. on your face thing. Oh, you think they deserved under a five? 
Absolutely. I well, think it was more did like you note- a, it was a pity. Go ahead, Chad. Did, did you notice that the judges, you know, for the, the other ones, the the first four judges all gave a higher score, but the fourth judge always gave a lower score? Yes, I Except did. for this time. Until the, yeah. until the patent. She saw the passion. Diane well, or whatever. There's actually some funny trivia. So the mom in the movie is sitting there as they're doing this scene. She goes back and she says, hey, you realize that the math doesn't add up to five. And they're like, oh, you're right. And so they, so that's why they kind of cut away before the last woman shows her card because they didn't film with the right numbers. <laughs> so that's why they just had to say in a 4.9 or 5.9 or something like that to make the average work. Uh, because because yeah. you know there's going to be Sam or somebody going, hey, wait a minute. That's not right math. That's fuzzy math. I wouldn't have known, but I, I only can ever count to four because um, I was a music major. Um, brothers, friends, or a-holes? My gosh. See, this this is the yeah. problem. A buddy, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine at work, and I was like, we're going we're gonna to watch Silver Lines Playbook for the podcast. He goes, oh, it's such a great movie. You're going to think Philly fans are awesome. And I walked away going, uh, Philly fans are all freaking douchebags. They got into a fight with other Philly fans because they're Indian. Like, what the hell is wrong with you people? You're all there to watch a football game, and you're going to sit there and go, go back and home. And cheer for the same team. Yep. Right, like, go back home. Like, really? What is this, 1973? I just, maybe it's Philadelphia. I don't know. Maybe Philadelphia is Detroit of the East. Of- I don't know. Um, <laughs> how, dare you, how dare you talk about <laughs> Philadelphia? I know. It's the city of brotherly love. Uh, brotherly of, get the F out. <laughs> yeah, it's the city of brotherly love as long as you're from America. Um, By the way, and if you've never had a Philly cheesesteak from Philadelphia, you have no idea how good they are. I've never been to Philadelphia. I've driven past it, and it, you know, I waved, but um, never been there. Uh, Though I do want to visit, like, all the historical stuff. Yeah, that was... Did you know that uh, I I share uh, a... uh, My birth date is the uh, same date that uh, Benjamin Franklin died. Well, how about that? Yeah. So I guess if he knew that I was coming into the world later, he'd just have to kill himself. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> um, well, that's sad. And something else. Because he invented time travel, travel, you know. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> he hit the lightning, struck the key on the kite, and then he had the flux capacitor, and he and went back in time. he came back and was like, <laughs> Marty. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> you got to do something about your kids. Uh, <laughs> your daughter, she marries a black guy. We're, we're actually okay with that, Doc. Oh. <laughs> You, you want to pull over so we can get out now? Sorry. As a family guy reference. Yeah. Um, Thank you for taking that. I, I love that. Go. I love that one, though. That's one of my favorite. Family guy after the first couple of seasons got real weird and not appropriate. But I I, I, I like a good occasional uh, slightly racist joke there. Those are pretty fun. Yeah. Um, as long as we're making fun of white people. Um, Sean anyway. gets four a month, by the way, folks. <laughs> four a month. <laughs> and they're on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. I still, uh, so my last note, my literally my last note was um, that this movie, I thought, is a better version of As Good As It Gets. I just, I like this one better. And then my expectations of this movie were different than that movie. My expectations of that movie were like rom-com, 51st Dates kind of a thing, right? Whereas I knew going into this that this was a, a drama that just happened to have a happy ending at the end. I think that's a great comparison, though, because... The not Sharon Stone. What's her name? Helen um, Hunt. Helen Hunt. You know, was basically depressed. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it was it. She was. Oh, she was. Oh, chat's transforming. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Keep going, Sam. We'll just. She was helped back. by dealing with the idiot Jack Nicholas. Right. So, it was or Nicholson. Nicholson. Nicholson? Yeah, Nicholas Nicholson. is a golfer. Golfer. Yeah. And, and a very this, good golfer at that. Yes, he was. <laughs> He's back. And in this very same case, it was kind of that that way as well. Now maybe this uh, Jennifer Lawrence was a little more messed up than Helen Hunt, but I I could still see that the character study on two people getting better from bad situations by knowing each other. Right. And this is a little bit more believable as a couple than yeah, that's true. I I Nicholson and Hunt. Yeah, I that's a, thank you because like like Bradley Cooper is a good attractive man and. Jennifer yep. Lawrence is hot, and like I can buy that. Jack Nicholson is an old, weird-looking dude who's kind of creepy, and Helen Hunt is an attractive forty-something-year-old woman. I never yep. could buy that as a thing, like not as not as lovers or anything like that. Damn bug again, it's freaking me out. Sorry, <laughs> um, I keep thinking my mouse is moving across the screen. It's freaking me out. So anyway. You need um, a cat. I have a cat. She's in the other room. If we had no. the cat in here with us while we were recording, I would be dead by now. Yeah, she would be clawing at us. That cat is evil. Yeah, she kind of as is. most cats are. As <laughs> all cats are. Um, the only trope that I wrote down is Eagles fans are all crazy Eagles fans. Basically, like sports fans. They're not just sports fans. They're all the crazy sports fan. You know, um, which goes along with this movie, I guess. <laughs> yeah, which is exactly. So, I mean, I guess the trip. There weren't really a whole lot of other tropes I can think of because this movie was pretty uh, trope-free. I mean, I guess in comparison to what we watched last week, which was a, <laughs> which was a movie of tropes. Um, so, uh, it was good. This was a, um, this was a, not a breath of fresh air, but I was glad that we watched this after last week because it was yeah. like, like okay, now I'm gonna eat my steamed vegetables and my rice. Like I need my my goodness so that ne- next week when I'm eating nothing but junk food in the movie that we're watching <laughs> next week, um, uh, I won't feel as bad. You know, I'll still uh, drink a diet coke or something with it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, but this so this weird thing happened though, right? Um, uh, uh, we're getting a little personal here. Sorry, but um, I found out why. Chad doesn't like to read. Oh. And um, and one day I went over oh. to his house and I actually recorded what Chad actually says when Megan made him read a book. It was really strange, but this is what actually happened when Chad tries to read a book. Stupid book. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well played. Will you please keep that for whenever we, we mention a book and disagree? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> this is hey, better than the book. You know, I, yeah. I, I really just... Yeah, exactly. That's kind of hoping you play it again. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's better than the book. I'm going to have to edit it down. Stupid book. There you go. <laughs> I'll edit that down to just the line. But Yeah, it was totally weird. Chad just got really upset and just uh, threw a book out the window. and uh... Chad needed to fix that window. Yeah, did you get right that now. window fixed, Chad? Yeah, I got it fixed. Okay, good. You're trying that to window sounds like it's been tampered with. Yeah, you're, no, trying, you're trying to sell your house. You know, you plastic over it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Trash bag. Trash bag. <laughs> anyway, Audible.com sponsored this show, which uh, aren't books, 
that you can throw at windows, but they it are might take a stupidly throw that iPhone. But or, they are, or, yeah, but they are <laughs> iBooks. <laughs> not iBooks. That's not a thing. They are. Yeah, iBooks are a thing. Oh well, then good. They are Audible books. Audible. Gosh, <laughs> audio books that you can <laughs> consume. Um, and uh, you can how how do you do that, Sean? Well, you can do that at audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews reviews and get a thirty day free trial, totally free, as in no needing of money. So go check them out, cheap seat reviews at audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews. David O. Russell. I'm assuming he's Irish because his name is though his middle name is O, like his middle name is like Oscar or something, but I'm just gonna call him David O. Russell was David drawn. Uh, with a pencil to destroy this to this story because of the family relationships and also because of the connection to his own son, Matthew Russell, who is bipolar and has OCD. The result of the Eagles and Phillies games mentioned in the movie are all real and all took place in 2008. That's why they refer to Deshaun's Jackson's rookie year. Uh, Excuse me. The Russian title of this film translates to my boyfriend is a psycho. Oh, oh, dear. <laughs> That's crazy. I love that. Uh, David Hill Russell, I chai chai chai, mentioned in an interview. What the hell was that? Uh, it was my Irish thing. I don't know. He was originally had Zoe Deschanel and Vince Vaughn in mind for the lead roles as he was writing the script. Note to Vince Vaughn, Zoe Deschanel. I think I that's a could, different movie, though. I, I completely think it's a different movie. That's a rom-com. Yes. Because Vince Vaughn, you know, because you get the... the the general and so uh you know, these things and you do this and if you do this this is gonna happen and blah 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 you know he goes on those little yeah he does yeah I I think if those two are in it this is a legit rom com they can still have the quote unquote issues that they have but it's way different it's a different tone yeah, yeah. um Sophia right uh, yeah uh, Rachel McAdams Olivia Wilde Elizabeth Banks Blake Lively Rooney Mara Kristen Dunst Dunst, Dunst, and Andrea Risenborough were considered for the lead female role that went to Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know who that last person is. I think Kristen Dunst, Kristen Dunst is a terrible actress, and I want nothing to do with her, but the rest I would have been fine with. Though I don't think Rooney Mara is pretty attractive. Anyway. Uh, and Anne Hathaway was originally cast opposite of Bradley Cooper, but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. I actually would have liked to have seen Anne Hathaway, too. Um, I think either one would have done. Yeah, well, I think, obviously Jennifer Lawrence did well, but I think she would have done well as well. I think you're right. Um, and uh, though I do like Anne Hathaway, I don't think she deserved the Oscar for Lame Is, but that's beside the point. You don't think so? She was great, but she was on screen for seven minutes. She was awesome, though. Yeah, when, when your character is on screen for less than 20% of the movie, I don't it think It was you supporting should... actress, wasn't it? It was lead actress, I thought. Damn, I gotta look again now. I thought I thought she was she won it for. I mean, Pretty sure, it was supporting. Was it? Well, then, all right, fine. I'll it, look it up. You keep talking. Um, I have nothing more to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just teasing. And Hathaway. Okay, she has won her Oscar for best performance by an actress. Okay, in a supporting role. All right, fine. In the same year. How about that? She won the same Who year there, knows though? their people right here? No, you don't. The shadow Jerk. knows. <laughs> the shadow knows. <laughs> the shadow knows. Wow. <laughs> can, can we please make this the uh, that the title of this podcast? Uh, uh, soundtrack great. I thought this thing was 
SIA for just super corporate. Absolutely quiet. No, no. I think this was loud and in your face. It was when he's fighting with his mom and dad upstairs, like the music is blaring and like you're you're kind of uncomfortable with what's happening. And um, I, I thought the music was so great in this movie, you know, because it was just the movie, the music set, helped set the tone of like awkward and strange and indifferent, not indifferent, but like just these, these uncomfortable moments, which they're supposed hmm. to be. I thought that's what we were supposed to feel. Speaking of comfortable moments, you ever taken a, ever passed a fart so big that you actually feel smaller? <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. I used to be white. Oh, was that not filtered? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know what the heck just happened, but okay. What, Chad? <laughs> I'm going back to my unfiltered part. Oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> By the on. way, the. Oh, the sorry. the name of the actor who plays the the police officer mm-hmm. is Dash Mihawk. Really, I'm sorry. What his first name is Dash. Dash. Dash Mihawk. Yeah, Me, Mihawk. I don't, I don't think you can eat Does he have a brother named Jack? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Awesome. <clears throat> oh boy, that was a. There's no silver lining there, folks. No. Let's <laughs> see. He has been in such films as. Uh, he was in Bird Notice, Corny. Ooh. He was in, he was, I am legend. He was the alpha male. He was CGI'd alpha male, dude. Good for him. Good for him. Wow. All he does is run and scream. Um, so, uh, <laughs> good job there. <laughs> he was in a movie called The Guru as Rusty McGee. Well, that sounds like a fake name. Oh, Rusty McGee, you know. <laughs> sounds like a poor name, actually. I don't want to. He was in Romeo and Juliet as Ben Benvolio. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Good job, you. Um, <clears throat> Dash. Dash. Dashel. <laughs> um, that's incredible. Uh, there you go. Uh, that's kind of it. I mean, <clears throat> we'll obviously do our our uh, top three, right? Yes. Uh, Wait no. for it. Excuse me. So, uh, top three, we decided to do since the main character of this movie, uh, well, the character really has what you would maybe classify character as or, or. has a has a has a. I mean, he's uh, not OCD. He's what am I trying to say? He's uh, uh, bipolar. Bipolar, and the dad is OCD, and the girl yeah. Jennifer, she manic is depressive. manic depressive. So, we, uh, we I would kind of maybe classify them as having some type of mental disability. Um, so I'll we decided to, to do a top three of characters in movies who have disabilities, whether they be physical or emotional. This movie, it's about the emotional, but we want broad spectrum and just said, uh, just any type of disability, um, and whether they persevere over said disability or not. Um, so Chad, I'm going to have to go with, uh, Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump. Lieutenant Dan, uh, you don't know. Not, no not Forrest Gump, but Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, you think about that. I mean, he got his legs blown off, and then he has to overcome, you know, this this uh, undying, you know, hatred towards a, this 
He has to make peace with God, so to speak. Yeah. And then at the very end, he gets titanium legs. I mean, if that's not overcoming something, I don't know what is. It's true. It's the did same he get that, legs at the end? Yeah, it's the same. Lieutenant Dan, you got legs. That's right, he did. It's the same that they used on the space shuttle in the movie that's that we right. would star in in about five months from now. So, good job. Uh, continue. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, Tom Hanks did a good job, too. He did. I guess uh, he did fine. He only stole the Oscar from uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Um, where was I going? I don't know. Oh, Rain Man. Okay. Because, you know, who doesn't like a... Counting you know, cards. Counting cards. Robert De Niro, yeah. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman? Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was joking for a second. I was too. That's why I say that. Like, I'm like... I sometimes do. Good old Tommy Cruise. And then finally... um. Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind. There you go. Dead. Oh, I just came up with a better one than this. All right. Keep going. He's oh, he went. Uh, oh, well. Uh, 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 Corning. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to have a completely opposite. I'm going to have a completely opposite list. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Rogue from the X-Men. Okay. We're gonna go from is that a disability? I mean, we were saying mutant she powers. She can't touch people. That's yeah. terrible. But you were saying mutant powers are now disabilities? She can't touch people. I think they actually said that that was a disability. Okay. Well, if you, yeah. Chad, if you allow it, I, whatever. I mean, many I disabilities wonder. come from mutated genes, so. That's true. <laughs> Genetic code, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, next one up is uh, Professor X, because he is, in fact, on a wheelchair. Okay. <laughs> And, uh, but according one. to the movie, it was because he was shot in the back. But he's still no, sure. have you seen the new the the new one? Oh, I've seen the new one. What? The, did, doesn't he take take medicine? He he takes. Beast was able to concoct some, he, something that makes him walk, but he loses his his uh, psychic abilities. So in order to be psychic again, yeah. he has to go back to the wheelchair. So uh, he, okay. he still That's loses right. the ability to walk because he was shot in the back by Magneto or something. Anyway, yes. it's a whatever. And just because uh, he's going to play Batman. The no, those, yeah, yeah. Oh, for me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and since he's going to play Batman later, Ben Affleck in Daredevil. Okay, there you go. Because he was blind. Oh, that's such a bad movie. It was, but he was blind. <laughs> <laughs> He, he didn't know he was doing. He, he, he wasn't, but the character is. Okay, sure. Why not, uh, Sam? All right. Uh, my num- my number three is going to be uh, Wedding Crashers, and that's because they have a sex addiction, uh, addiction, which is a mental illness. Shh. If you just said something, what? So Corny's phone is literally like Skynet is about to start right now. <laughs> okay, so Wedding Crashers, my number three. Okay. My number two is shared between two movies of uh, The Hangover 1 and 2. and Starring Bradley Cooper. Skype just died. <laughs> Spillies. Oh. We didn't hear anything you just said, Sam. Your, your, oh, your, your internet four hiccup. seconds is gone. Yeah. Okay. You said uh, The Hangover, and I said starring Bradley Cooper, and then you disappeared. Yeah. Because I got tired of that. The Hangover 1 and 2, um, because Zach Galifianakis uh, has some mental disabilities in that. Okay. And and then my number one is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
because I'm sure uh, Star-Lord suffered some sort of depression as his mother died and he didn't hold her hand while, while she died. I would have gone with Groot only having a three-word vocabulary. There you go. I I can't. What? Is this real right now? Like, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy? Because, because, what? because he was Chad? No. No, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? At least Listen, Corny's comic book I'm characters not were Gal- actually Guardians of the Galaxy. At least Listen. Corny's comic book characters were actually have some type of disability. No, 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 no. You a holes decided to change it from Bradley Cooper movies to disability movies. So I had to make my my list fit somehow. So there you go. Oh my gosh. That's oh, come fair. on, Sam. You, can't, you come up with your list like dirt when I'm talking at the very beginning of the show. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. We, we didn't come up with that list until about an hour ago. So anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah, the disability list. Absolutely. But I had my Bradley Cooper list three hours ago. No, more like an hour and five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you're just being lazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my number, uh, my three is uh, Finding Nemo. Okay, for both uh-huh. for both Dory and Nemo. Uh, okay. Number two is Mercury Rising. It's a Bruce Willis movie where he has to protect an autistic child, uh, autistic kid. And my mom would actually use that movie uh, for teaching purposes when she was teaching special ed um, at the college level. And then I had number one is Forrest Gump, but since Chad already said that one. I'm going to say The Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, that's what I need to say. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good on salads, that's, too. That's, uh, <laughs> Cumberbatch? I thought that was the thing that you wore with your tux. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. It's a, a, I think at the well, bottom. I, actually, I got a little bit of Cumberbatch on my Cumberbatch, and mm-hmm. it was a little weird. I had to take it to uh, and get it uh, dry cleaned. And, right. Um, <laughs> okay. It costs, it costs more to get the Cumberbatch out of your Cumberbatch. It really does. does. Um, no, but you gotta be careful because if you get a Cumberbatch on, you know, a dress, then you might get impeached. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have sexual relations. I don't know where that came uh, from. Well, I got, I got you, Chad. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Thank you. I don't get the, I don't get the joke. I get it. I just, I, 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 I don't. I'm there with you, Chad. I literally don't get the joke. How did we get from Benedict Cumberbatch to Bill Clinton getting impeached? Okay, so I, uh, I'm going to go with this, Chad. You just stay with me. Uh, me okay, know. thanks. All right, so I'm going to say that Cumberbatch sounds like Cucumber Batch, and cucumber and the batch would be the stuff that got on the dress that was part of the impeachment trials. Okay. Yes? No? That's, yes. That's, that's not what I, happened, though, I but okay. It, it was a, it was, I didn't, yeah, it was cigars what were the issue. It wasn't what you're saying, but fine. Thanks, Chad, for making this a rated X version. I'm going to mute all you. Um, you're having a tough night today, tonight, Sean. I know that's okay. F-bombs. Actually, rated X is not an actual. Okay, fine. Uh, NC seven. NC seventeen. Actually, I guess in podcast world, it'll just be explicit. NCS seventeen oh one. We have an email. Oh, what? It's you from. Really our, want this to get explicit? Uh, not really. <gasps> <laughs> just kidding. I mean, I can just yeah, yeah I can beep you out. Um. The advantage of recording before it goes to iTunes. Uh, <laughs> this is from our friend Jennifer, our good friend Jennifer, who emails Hi, Jennifer. the show often, um, and in, 
And so she says, you guys talk about your top 10 all the time. And I'm starting to wonder what your top 10 might be. I think it would be a great insight into what kind of movies you would all consider great if you were able to take the time to compile your lists. It might even be enough material in which to devote an entire podcast. I'm thinking that Corny's would be full of be full of off kilter, no offense to the angry Scotsman, '90s Eddie Murphy <laughs> Eddie Murphy <laughs> movies. Chad's would be full of comedic movies such as Monty Python, Airplane, and Spaceballs. Sam's list would include all of the '80s and, of course, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Just the, all of the '80s. I love <laughs> that. Park. <laughs> and Sean's list would include Star Trek and Serenity. Although I might have just done all the work for you boys. Keep me laughing, Jen. Thanks, Jen. Actually, that's, you're still not, that's not, you know... Pretty much a good list. That's, yep. that's, pretty, good, that's a pretty good list. Yeah, she's not she's surprised with mine. Just put 1984 and going to be Jurassic surprised Park. with yours. Yeah, Sam, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Gremlins, Back to the Future. No, not Back to the Future. Romancing the Stone was 84, so that's got you. Right. You like that one, right? No, you didn't. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yeah. Ghostbusters, yeah. Very much so. Uh, was The Breakfast Club 84? Was that 85? I don't remember. Whatever. But I think we need to, you know, and we talked about this, but, you know, I think we need to, you know, add some parameters to this, to this list. So we're going to do that. Are we saying that this is our, you know, top 10 films, you know, that are artistic films? Like, obviously, you know, if I'm going to be stranded on a desert island, you know, I'm going to be taking insert film here because I don't want to give it away. But I also think that insert film here is a better film B is a better film than what I would want to watch on a desert island. So this is the way I'm, I'm, I'm understanding the email. It's your favorite movies. Okay. Okay. It's, 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 it's whatever would be considered to be your favorite movie. I know that Pulp Fiction is a better film than I'm using this as an example, as Last Action Hero. I know that. My soul knows that. The Academy knows that. But <laughs> personally, I like Last Action Hero better than Pulp Fiction. I'm not saying that's actually true. I'm just in the example yeah. here. So I would prefer to take Last Action Hero because I want to hear Arnold say stupid things and all that stuff rather than watching... Go uh, on, baby. The new bottles. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. I would rather see that than watch... Uh, you know, what's Zed freaking try to, you know, rape what's his face? So, um, anyway, uh, that's the way I'm doing it. So, we're not going to do it this episode. One, because we're oh, already an hour and a half, one hour 15 into it. Um, so, what I'm thinking of doing is, uh, and, and Sam suggested this, is that we break it up into two episodes. So, the oh. next episode, next episode, we won't do a top three, we will do that's 10 good. through six. Perfect. And then the next episode after that, we'll do our five through one. Okay. And again, this is your, you know, your your. And I'll tra- put them on the website. I'll put them under our bios or something yeah, like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and then yeah, we'll so. maybe revisit it, you know, on our hundred and sixty eighth yeah. episode. Yeah, I so. mean, these lists are going to change. If you would have asked me this list to compile this list ten years ago, yeah, some of the movies wouldn't be on here. Um, yeah, because it hadn't been so made this yet. this is not going to be a list of the best made films. <laughs> no, ever. No, the, the the best crafted. Now some of those might make the list. I'm not going to mention anything yet. But do what? Set my top four rubbers in there. Mm. Mm. Well, 
That's that's if that's what you that, want. That to is put, a lie. If that that's is, what that you want to take on the island with you and watch repeatedly. Well, I know if I need to burn something for a flare, that's yeah. that's. A... So let's see. Take it on an island. We, we've got Castaway. Castaway. Um, what else we got? Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure, Treasure Island. Islands. Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. Shipwreck. Uh-huh. Pirates. Black Pearl. He he gets. Tossed on an island, doesn't he? He does. Um, there's a movie called Shipwreck. There's a Disney movie called Shipwreck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's an 80s yeah, movie. Yeah, so there's oh, plenty the of... one where the, uh, the two... Gr- the, the Treasure the, the Planet, he gets tra- he gets stranded. There's another yeah, t- oh, we're the like Blue Lagoon? In space. Wasn't the Blue Lagoon one of those? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Where, uh, what's her face? was? Uh, she was only 17 during the Way too scenes. young to be... Uh, or 16. Google. Yeah. But we all did. I don't even but, know what's going on right now. To be honest, we were that age. Well, they're all making reference to movies that are about deserving. Well, I know that, that I do know. Lord of the Flies. Oh, ah, yes, scary. Yes, that movie. Can you imagine you know, a cheap seat reviews cast on a desert island with Lord of the Flies being the only uh, oh. film or. I like Lord of the Flies. Oh, I loved it, but all of a sudden, I kill all of you. I oh, hated yeah. that movie. It gave me nightmares. All I've never sudden, seen that Sean movie. Shut Parker. up, Ralphie. Like, uh, Piggy. <laughs> no, Piggy. No. Well, Piggy for me. Sam would definitely be Piggy. <laughs> Why do I have to be Piggy? You're the one that gets hit. Be, you're the one that gets hit with a boulder and dies. That's that's what freaked me out when I was a kid. I'm like, oh my god, it's kids killing kids, like eight year olds killing eight year olds. Children like, of corn. No, not now, now not, you know how I feel. More like no, it wasn't game. Roger. It, Ralphie. It was Roger. Right. Roger was the uh, the redheaded uh, choir leader. Whoa, whoa. We don't say that word here. Choir leader. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, they, Sorry, you know, it wasn't the director, Sorry, but he was the yeah. oldest choir, choir kid. No, I don't know. Anyway, there anyway, you he was redheaded, so uh, it was like. <laughs> I just, I also kind of wanted that, like when the rescue boat showed up, that like they just shot all those kids. It's horrible, <laughs> I know, but whatever. Um, dude, you were messed up by that, dude. I mean, that movie freaked me the hell out, and the book pissed me off because when I finally read the book, I was like, "There's no consequences." Nope. And that's maybe that's part of the, what the point of the book is: is that when you, when you put people in a in a in a place where there are no consequences, they're going to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if, and Detroit. If, I mean, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's just yeah, Detroit. If that means we want to stab a kid to death for for whatever reason, then we can do it, and there's no consequences. Yeah, so. that's pretty much every uh, every desert wasteland movie out there. Or a po- not apocalyptic? Is it apocalyptical? Post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. Whatever it is, those, no. that's all of that's what it's about. When society falls apart, people go crazy. Yep. That's why I like Book of Eli because that would have been a good one for our list too. But if you definitely, yeah. but if you haven't but, seen that, I'm not going to tell you why. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. Out of ten, uh, Chad. Out of ten, I'm gonna have to give it probably. <clears throat> I'd say it's six point five. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I gotta get my list. All right. Uh, six point seven five. Six point seven five. All right. Okay. Okay. Three oh nine. There we go. Okay. Um. Well, eight six seven five three oh nine. Yeah. Come on, Sam. Get with it. That, that's that's music of your day. Okay. You still don't know what we're talking about, do you? Yeah, the Jenny song. Yeah. 
Is it Jenny? Yeah. Yeah, Corny? Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it uh, an 8.5. Wow. Yeah, I liked it. I did. Cool, uh, Sam? I'm on the opposite end. I'd give it about a 5.5. Wow. Yeah. And this time we're not all cheering because you got it at 5. Um, well, uh, I thought, yeah, I, I just wasn't all that happy with it. It, 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 I was kind of bored. It was too long. She said. It was well, well crafted, well made. The actor and actresses were great, but it was just Robert De Niro really brought this down for me. It just was not believable. And I don't know. He just was annoying. Hmm. You need to spend time with my in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was a really well made movie. I liked it. Um, do I want to watch it anytime soon? No. Uh, no, I think that one, if my wife, because she started to watch it with me and then fell asleep, so if she says, hey, watch it with me again, I would. I would. So what um, does that tell you about it? Um, what do you mean? Well, if your wife falls asleep. Well, I didn't start watching it. In, if I fall asleep in a movie, I'm not real. Well, we didn't go to the theater. I watched it in, in our bedroom. Starting, I started the movie at 9.30. So when Sarah's used to going to bed, like being asleep by 10 p.m. because she's a teacher... The fact that she yeah. stayed up to almost 11 is actually pretty impressive to the movie that it kept her attention that long. Um, she basically just, she literally fell asleep like sitting up. So anyway, uh, with all that being said, I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah. I liked it. I'm a little bit wider of a range this time. Interesting. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. yeah we don't have to all agree. Um, and we actually kind of rarely do, truth be told, unless it's just like super nerd film and that we all just really love. Um, Speaking of, that's it, right? Yeah, so speaking of movies and things, next week, I can't believe we're doing this, but we are. Because someone requested it, I think. I don't know. Uh, we are doing the interview. The uh, <laughs> the, the movie that broke Sony. Um, <laughs> hey, the movie that put Spider-Man back in Marvel's hands. Uh, yeah, it was part of it, yeah. So, there you Please. go. Um it's not entirely in their hands. Like Sony and Marvel are like holding Spider-Man like you would like your two-year-old, and then you go one, two, three, and you jump in the air. You know, you hold your hands. Anyway, um, you know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. Right, uh, Spider-Man in the Avengers is back. Yeah, that's very possible. They still haven't made the decision who's going to play Spider-Man yet, and I think Age of Butterfield has actually been rooted. That he's like he's not doing it. Which really? Is, yeah. I thought like Butterfield? was pretty much set. Oh. Yeah, that's his name, right? Andrew Garfield? No. The kid Butterfield. that was from Ender's Game. Ender's Game. Oh, that kid. I'm sorry. No. Um, but there you go. Uh, Chad is a winner because he's sassy. Um, Yay. Yeah, he's uh, so sassy. Still watching Chuck. I think it's hilarious and great. And uh, it's like my new leverage. I think it's really fun. Really? Yeah. Mad Max is absolutely amazing. I do want to see that too. You may follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. You find us on Facebook and like us there. Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Check out our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Uh, leave us a review, iTunes and Stitcher. You may follow me at Sean J. Allred. Uh, at Saniji16 is Sam, at Johnny Darko16 is Corny, and at Maestro underscore Evans is Chad. Please send your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. And on behalf of Chad, Corny, Sam, this is Sean saying goodnight. And we'll, you know, stay tuned for our top 10. <laughs>